friends, welcome back to another episode of our Poly Unwrapped podcast series. I'm Odilia and I'll be hosting this podcast. So I think as I'm speaking now, all of you have um, already finished, you know, the first week of school in Poly, so for the year two and year threes. Welcome back to school, I guess. Um, I hope you're excited for the new academic year ahead. And for the freshmen, welcome to Poly. I hope the first week was exciting for you. Um, although I wonder, you know, how orientation is like given the current circumstances. Is it um, hybrid or is it, you know, totally online? But either way, I hope that, you know, you'll be able to have an enjoyable three years in um, poly to uh, not just do something that you're interested in, study something that you're passionate about, but also uh, to make really good friends and to find a bunch of um, people that really understand you and that really can walk through um, poly life and, you know, even after poly, after you graduate, can continue to be your friends. So, you know, on this topic of friendship, that's exactly what our podcast um, will be talking about today, which is, you know, friendships in poly. I think especially in poly, Polly is huge and um, I would say that it's really crucial and essential to have friends you know you don't have to have many you know you don't have to be popular but you definitely need a few close friends to um, help you survive Polly and now that I look back during my Polly days it was really my friends who um, got me through the these three years who really added a lot more um, colour and a lot more life to my whole Polly experience and there were so many fond memories that um, I shared with them so in today's episode, we will be talking more about, you know, friendships, be it um, healthy friendships, toxic friendships, you know, and how to manage friendships um, in poly. So without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. Alright, so today's guest is actually my poly classmate and I'm so happy that I'm able to invite her. I haven't seen you since what? Graduation. Yeah, like... Which was like... 20... 20? 20, yeah, 20, 20, 20, wow, it seems like so long ago, yeah, so, right. let me pass the time over to Hannah, Hannah, you can introduce yourself, what's, what's more about you, uh, uh, hello, my name is Hannah, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, I'm from Chinese Media and Communications, and then short form is CMC, and then, um, I'm Odilia's cosmate, as you already know, and, um, currently studying in SIT, mm. TP campus. Wow, so specific. So what are you doing at SIT? Um, I'm doing a digital communications and integrated media short form DCI. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so also media related. Yeah, also media related. But you're very passionate about media. Huh? Uh, I think it's because I got no choice. Huh? So I just <laughs> go media. <laughs> okay, yeah. but good to have you here, um, my old classmate. So today, right, you know, as I think I was talking about um, in, in the introduction, we'll be talking more about friendships in poly. I think um, especially, you know, when we enter poly, that age, it feels like we are in between or transitioning between sort of like um, mm. youths, um, mm. teenagers to sort of mm. like young adult. Mm. And I think that's where like friends matter a lot because yeah. we tend to want to seek a lot more validation from those around us as compared to our family, you know, when we were um, younger in age. So today's episode will be um, covering all about that, about friendships, you know, healthy ones, not so healthy ones. And um, yeah, we're going to share <laughs> all our stories and yeah, <laughs> our tragic stories. <laughs> about how our friendships failed. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, yes, let's go. Tight, you know, you're in for a ride. Ooh, that ride. <laughs> oh, you're a poet. <laughs> so, okay, before we even get started, Hannah, do you want to share about, you know, who was your main social circle of friends in Polly? Uh, I think my main social circle of friends, right? Mm. I think mostly in our class, ah. mm. yeah, because I didn't have a CCA. Okay. Uh, I think they were more of like the louder bunch yeah. of people. Yeah. Cause like I was looking 
Because uh, like, okay, in secondary school, I was like a very quiet person. Mm. So like, I didn't have a lot of friends yeah. in secondary school, right? Mm. Then after that, like, um, like around sec 4, then I got like this um, um mega like revelation. Mm. Then I thought like, uh, maybe in poly, then I should like, try to make like more friends mm. yeah so like I went to observe like a lot of like the like the more like talkative people mm. then I realised that they were like very loud and like very chaotic you know <laughs> yeah then I, I thought like maybe I should be like that also mm. yeah so I, I kind of like just gravitated more to like the louder people I mm. guess mm. yeah okay so most of your friends were the louder people in the course ah, yes. basically <laughs> very chaotic <laughs> <laughs> Alright, for me, I think I would say that I, I stayed away from the chaotic bunch in the beginning, in the beginning, mm-hmm. because they were a little bit too chaotic for me. I think when I first entered, it was a bit of like a culture shock. And I mean, to start with, Hannah and I, we were in different classes for the first semester. So yes. I think her class was the little noisier one, the yeah, little rowdier yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. And my class was like the slightly more studious, the quieter bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess for me, I would say within that group of friends, like my first group of body friends, mm-hmm. uh, we were also quite crazy and chaotic, but not, I don't think as compared to yours, we were not as chaotic. Uh. Um, but most of my friends came from my mm. course. Yeah. I think CCA, yeah, here and there, a few. Mm. I mean, I took part in like exchange program. I had some friends or what you say, acquaintances <laughs> from there. Acquaintances. <laughs> yeah. So here and there, I think body, um, unlike secondary school where it's like your classmates, right? Mm. Or like your CCA mates, as in that bunch of people. I think in poly, you get to meet a lot of people, but you don't necessarily develop very deep bonds with them. Yeah. So they just end up as like high bye friends. Or yeah. Like, like quite shallow, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, okay, with that being said, right? You know, we're here to talk about the juicy stuff. We're here to oh, talk about the tea. The tea. The tea. Spill the tea. Spill sis. the tea. Yes. So, Hannah, do you experience <laughs> any friendship setback? Okay, I guess the answer is yes. It's not your mistake. Yeah. Right? Many, <laughs> many guys. Okay, so come on, share with us, you know, what happened and how do you overcome it? I think one that really, like, kind of, um, how do I say, it's like a marking. A point in your. Ah, a point in my life, like, it will be a point in my life that I will feel like, oh, um, it's like a milestone. Mm. Yeah, then I feel. It was during like one of the overseas trip. Mm. So in our FYP final project, right? Then we had to go to Malaysia to do some filming lah because like our project was like like multinational. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, then also like like we had to go to Malaysia to film and also like do some content. Mm. And then um I was quite nervous uh, to go because mm. my toxic friend was in my group. Oh unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> yeah, then after mm. that like um I thought that it would be quite weird because like like I didn't know how how the room arrangements were gonna be mm. like, and I didn't want to spend like an entire night with her, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So oh my god, I'm I'm so sorry if you're like listening to like this podcast, <laughs> but I really don't want to sleep with you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but very hang lah. Like, I didn't sleep with um her in the end. Yeah. Yeah, that was like one of the good parts of the trip because like I felt like um like during the trip right, there were a lot of moments like where I felt like she was very like forceful. Mm. But she wanted her opinion, she wanted her way, is it do you mean it in that sense? Yeah. Okay. In a sense, like so example, like in a group discussion, mm. right? Then you know like like you know me and you were talking. Yeah. Yeah, and then like we were talking about like how to work around a certain thing. Yes. Yeah, so example, like, you know, when you want to, like, voice your opinion, mm. then she'll be the kind to, like, cut in to whatever you want to say. Mm. And then, like, she'll, like, kind of, like, speak for you. Okay. In a sense. Mm. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, 
whatever she says, she think she thinks that it's what I want to say, but it's actually not what I want to say. Yeah, so it feels like very gaslighting in mm. a sense. Cause mm. I think it was a trash talk as well. Oh. Yeah, and then I was like voicing out my feelings, and then she like just swoop in and then just like say her opinion. Mm. Yeah, so I guess like um it was quite toxic lah in a sense that um she also like sometimes when I do things and then she'll be like, Wow Hannah, you're so slow, yeah. Then like she will never like encourage me or say like good words like to me lah. Mm. Yeah. But aside from the group work, were y'all like friends outside of that group work? Yeah, we were like close friends in year one mm. because I haven't seen her through side yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the first year was quite good because I think we vibe quite well. Mm. But I didn't know whether it's like my fault mm. or like her fault mm. that like our friendship became bad. Because mm. I felt like during year one, I was like quite childish. Mm. And like I was very loud and I didn't really know like which situation I should be like acting very chaotic or like how I should mm. act in like certain situations. Yeah. So I was very insensitive towards like my surroundings. Mm. Yeah, so I didn't know if that annoyed her. Mm. Yeah, or like did she have any hard feelings, you mm. know? So I felt like I felt like maybe friendship like if something bad happens, right? It's usually like two people's fault and not just like one person being toxic mm. but maybe it's just like both parties I guess mm. yeah and I didn't realise this after like the whole saga and I felt like um, only after I reflected on myself that I realised that oh actually maybe I contributed to her heart feelings as well so you're talking about the whole saga so what, which, what, what is the saga about? So in Malaysia, right? <laughs> yeah, so in Malaysia, right? Like, okay, because um, she kept asking me to do things for her, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, example, um, like, I think we went to a shoe shop in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Then they were, like, selling, like, fake um, Air Force and then, like, fake Nike. Yeah. yeah so, like, in that shop, right? Mm-hmm. Before you try on the shoe, you need to wear socks. Mm-hmm. Like, the, sh- the shop will provide you socks yeah. to wear. Mm-hmm. Then, um... I think she was sitting at one corner of the shop, right? Mm. And then after that, like, I was closer to the box of socks. Mm. Then after that, she was like, Hey, Hannah, can we take the socks? Mm. Then I'm like, uh, okay. But she sounded very pissed off, mm. you know? Then I'm like, like, do I, like, owe you anything, sis? Uh-huh. Yeah, but at that moment, I just felt like, oh, maybe I had to do it for her. Yeah. Like, like, very pushover, lah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like, you feel obligated to help, yeah. like, your... Uh, that's really, like, toxic, man. As in, like... It really sounds like a toxic friendship lah, that you feel this way when actually you don't really want to do it, but mm. you kind of don't really have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, like, then what, do you explode or, or, or? I didn't explode, but my friend, let's call her Lily. Lily? <laughs> yeah, Lily. Yeah, Lily, Lily pulled me outside with like one of her other friends that like we just met during the trip because she was one of our talents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then even the other girl, right, realised, like, after seeing us for only, like, one or two days, mm. she also felt like that toxic friend was mm. being toxic to me. Mm. Yeah, and, like, she's, like, a stranger that didn't know us, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, then she can even see that, like, oh, she's being very toxic to you, but yeah. you don't even know that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so they put me aside, and then they were like, sis, you know you're getting taken advantage of, right, but you didn't even know. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, really, is uh-huh. it? Yeah, so they, like brought a lot of like examples towards to me la, to like tell me that I'm like quite unaware of mm. the situation and mm. all yeah then um I just don't know I just like absorb whatever word she say because I take a lot of validation from her also okay I see that's where the toxic part comes in because you take a lot of validation from her but sometimes what she says may not be the healthiest yeah uh, or may not even be the truth yeah you know, thinking of how she can easily manipulate you to 
you know, to her own purposes, for her own yeah. advantages, yeah. Yeah, I exactly. see where yeah, the toxic part is coming from. Yeah, you know how like, um, when you trust a friend, right, yeah. then you feel like whatever they do is like for your own benefit. Mm. Or like, you really trust them to like, know that, like what's the best for you lah. Mm. So like, you kind of don't really doubt their intentions at first yeah. until like someone actually tells you that, oh, this person is actually doing this behind your back. Mm. Mm. I see. Yeah, then they also told me like, wow, you need to stand up for your own stand. You cannot like just keep like um, mm. following like what she says or like when she tell you to do something, then you just do it. Mm. Or like if you have, your, if you actually have your own stand, mm. but just because of her comments, right? And then you just change your entire stand, right? Mm. That's not the way to go, man. Mm. Yeah, so they just told me that. And I just felt like from that moment on, right? Yeah. I feel them like to be with her, you know. Mm. Mm. So yeah. after the trip, then I just do like you just do talk, or if you even if you all talk, it's just like work related stuff. I feel like we talk is because we have to. Mm. Okay. Cause like I'm I'm her only friend, <laughs> like a person that she knows that like. She I will, trust, is it? Yeah. From what I heard, you're, you're just too nice. That's why, you know, you, you, you tell her. <laughs> I tell her. You tell her, yeah. Yeah, I cannot this kind of people, right? Yeah, I think for me, right, my friendship setback was because I was the nasty one. <laughs> Not intentionally. Actually, what happened for me was mine was in year one. So, like I mentioned just now, right, um, I had a very close group of friends in mm-hmm. year one, Sam one, and mm-hmm. at that time, like, they were like my everything, okay, um, I I really, really love them, I really like them, um, and I look forward to going to school because of this group of friends. So, I was really close to them, and because for our course, we changed class every semester, right, mm-hmm. we, would, we would switch class, you know, so I was very afraid that the next semester, I wouldn't be in the same class as the few of them anymore, you know, then what if we won't be friends, what if, you know, um, mm-hmm. the friendship fall apart, you know, a lot of these, like, mm-hmm fears irrational fears so because like mm. I was so fearful right and maybe insecure in the friendship also I wanted to do everything with them exclusively so like eating with them going out with them you know everything I just wanted to do with the few of them that's all and the few of us were in the same CCA so I think at that period our CCA we were also starting to get closer and then uh, they would often chill for like supper after CCA mm-hmm. and I was very selfish la, in the sense that I only wanted to eat with them so in the sense I didn't really want them to eat with the rest of the CCA mates because I was scared you know that like we really don't have much time together already so like now whatever time we have like we must um, really treasure and eat together mm-hmm. and I think because of that they were not very happy with me or at least that was what they told me when we, they kind of trashed things out with me mm-hmm. yeah so the, the, the reason was that I was too selfish that I only thought about myself but I didn't think from their perspective that they actually also wanted to make new friends they wanted to go out and meet new people but I was being controlling and possessive yeah, so I mean, in hindsight, now that I look back, yeah, like, I was really very childish. Like, I was very insecure about the friendship. And now I know that, you know, if they are really my true friends, you know, per se, even if you're in different classes, there'll be opportunities to meet. We can always hang out together. You know, if it's, if the friendship is real, there's nothing that I should be fearful about. Like, it, it will still exist even though we're in different classes. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, all's good. Like, now we, we kind of patched up um, in a sense. We didn't really like... Con- patched up. We didn't confront each other. It just like, after that, we just got back... As in, I won't say the whole clique got back together, but it was more like, I'm okay with them individually now. Like, we talk and we hang out and things like that. So, I, I'm, I'm thankful. But mm. when it happened, well, it was really bad. Like, I even thought about transferring out of um, our course. Yeah, it got to that extent. Because, you see, like, in our course, 
our course is really small, okay? So mm. for all of you listening um, out there, our course is like, what, 42 people, 41 people. So when this thing happened, I, I wasn't sitting with them anymore, you know? I wasn't hanging out with them. And the whole course knew because the whole, the course is so small and sometimes we have combined lectures, we have oh classes God, together. Yeah, you still hang out with them, man. Yeah, so, so I remember the first time I just sat aside, you know, in class, like alone, and then they were sitting at the other side of the class. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so shameful, like this is so high that like I'm no longer sitting with them. Yeah, then even like reset, not recess, like lunch and all that. Like I would hang out with them and we went for CCAs, I would hang out with them. So last time it was like, we did everything together and now it's like, I'm no longer with them. So I think the difference is quite quite big. And people saw that like, and I know that people were commenting behind my back, which of course it didn't feel good. But now that I look back, I mean, um, I, I guess it was a learning lesson for me as a person. Mm. And after that, I met really good friends also and very healthy friendships. Very healthy friendships. I met very good very friends. Very healthy friends. Um, who were very... Who made a positive impact on my life. Uh. So mm. like... No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Wait, so these healthy friendships is like... Is it with the same group or like mm. other people? Yeah, I would say others. Because I think after that, the group, I wasn't like super, super close to mm. them with, with everybody. I guess one or two individually, yeah, we were close. But not like as a whole clique anymore. This episode is brought to you by PolyParcel. PolyParcel is a project run by a group of poly alumni to help poly students navigate their three years in poly while finding meaning in it. Check us out on Instagram at polyparcelsg to find out more. Okay, so like, you know, now that we talked about our sad past, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but like our setbacks and all the failed friendships, you know, now we move on to talk about... Um, Friendship and group, group work. So, Hannah, do you think that, you know, working with friends is a good idea or would you, like, totally not recommend it? I think especially when you're, you had an encounter, right, with a toxic friend in your yeah. final year project group, and, you know, that's, like, six months long, oh, and like, I, I can yeah. only imagine how your six months must have been. Wow, damn. Yeah, sis. <laughs> I tell you, ah. Uh. <laughs> okay, yeah, continue. <laughs> yeah, so, what, what was your stand? Do you feel that, like, yeah, you should work with good friends for group work, uh, are you against it? Mm, I think it's different for everybody because like some people they can work with their friends because of the working style mm. but not really because like they are friends. Mm. Like even if you are not friends with a certain person, right? Mm. Like example, you're working with a stranger but if you all have the same working style, mm. then I guess you all can work well together. Yeah. So it's not really about like oh, whether you're close friends or you're, or you're like strangers, then you can work together but it's about like how well you all can like um, communicate with each other, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I feel like, you know, filming, the you can either break or make. make a friendship. That's true. Yeah, because like, you know, it's very high stress like environment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, like you have to be on the ball like 100% That's of the true. time. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, you know, when someone messes up and then it affects the whole group. Mm. Yeah, then some people might have bitter feelings also. Mm. Yeah, right? I guess don't work with your close friends uh, like if you really treasure them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> depends, uh, depends on you law. Yeah, I think to hop on to what Hannah said, like, I agree with the, it really depends part, you know, it really varies for different individuals. For me, I had this semester, right, that I was working with my good friend for all the modules that we had. So we had, like, six modules, and for all six modules, right, I was so blessed that all the group works, I was working with this friend, 
and like it was it was awesome it was a fantastic experience working together you know our friendship I feel like it only got stronger um, because of our group work you know nothing bad happened but I would say that's because of firstly um, our skill sets really complement each other because um, what I didn't have my friend had it and what she didn't have like I had it so in terms of workload allocation it was a very even distribution where you know she was, she was able to work on things that she enjoyed like my friend she's more of a people person so she likes to get out there talk to people uh, and and yeah, you know, build friendships and, and connections. And I'm more of like, uh, I rather just do the paperwork, you know, settle the more administrative stuff. And you know, I enjoy doing that. So look, um, the splitting was very, it was very good. You know, we did what we enjoyed. And mm. I think aside from that, um, our work ethics um, was very similar. So I think that's very important because we share similar work ethics. So mm. we are able to work towards the same goal. So it's okay. We stayed up late, you know, chomping for that project, but we were happy about it because we just wanted to give our best mm-hmm. shot. Um, so I think work ethics is something important to take into con- consideration. And at the end of the day, I think the benefit about working with close friends or good friends is that they understand you. So I feel that if it's really true and close friends they will be able to overlook you know the misunderstandings the part where you lash out each other you know I think it's inevitable in group projects especially like, mm-hmm. like Hannah you saying about flirting mm-hmm. high stress confirm there will be times where you know these are not happy they are not happy but I think the thing about working with close friends is that they know you they know your personality they know you inside out so mm-hmm. even when you know you lash out or even when you're not happy they know that it's nothing personal it's just for work related matters and after that you know you continue being good friends sometimes even when I'm working in a, let's say a group setting and like one of my group mates is my close friend you know I love it because sometimes I just need to look at her and then she knows what I'm thinking the thing about getting work done right yeah. especially when you're working with friends I think it's important that you don't take advantage of each other like the line must be joined actually friends is friends but work is to work so it doesn't mm. mean that I'm working with my good friend means like oh because she's my good friend so she can do you know my work for me yeah. I think there's no such thing like you still have to respect one another and be very clear lah when is work and when is friend and when is play yeah. mm. actually right do you think like it's, it's easy or like is it very tough to separate between like friend and work relationship like it's difficult to like slice it into two different relationships that's a very good question because I've never for my good work with good friends I've never really viewed it in this way like slicing it up to um, break it down I think for me I don't focus so much about like oh when where is you know the boundary between friends and work I just make sure that I do my best like I'll put in the same amount of effort as I would if it, this was an individual assignment or if I'm working with other people mm-hmm. so that's that and at the same time I would treat my friend the way that I would want to treat others now. so it wouldn't be any differential treatment so that's why I think I don't really categorize as to oh when is you know friend when it's like work and when it's play it's just mm. more that during the process because we are good friends and that's why we have a lot more fun that we mm-hmm. we rub off ideas easily you know mm-hmm. we, we talk about a lot we joke about a lot of nonsense and things like that <laughs> so I think maybe that's the part where we need to, we need to be a little bit more mindful like that. yeah you can play you can joke but don't go off tangent and then you know you don't get anything done during the meeting yeah, that's sure. all one or if you're saying you're working with other people that are not your close friends then yeah. don't be exclusive and then you just ha 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 just oh forget gosh. you know yeah, yeah. Yes. that's like very unprofessional mm. yeah so I think it's always to be aware of your you know let's say for your meeting what's the agenda what do you want to get done yeah, yeah, or yeah. even for the whole group work what, what, what do you as a group want to achieve you know mm-hmm. and I think with that goal in mind then that, that will guide you as you work with your close friend or like your whole group work. Mm. 
I agree with that. Yay. I agree because like when you work with your close friends, right? Then you keep joking. Then the time just pass damn fast, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Then you just don't get shit done. But I think a word of caution is that yeah, do like what Hannah say, Do be careful. You know, if sometimes things might get nasty, la, and your friendship might go down if you know life just happens. And yeah, I guess yeah. sometimes when grades, you know, get ahead of other things, then that's where like yeah, people. Break. Mm. <laughs> I think a very important thing to know is that people change also. So sometimes like as much as yeah, like they were your friends in year one, for example, you know, in year two maybe you are working on another mm. project, then you realize that eh, you all have changed already. Maybe your goals are different, maybe um things, your know, personality changes and all that, and then that's where you realize that actually you cannot really work together very well, or you, maybe even you don't see each other becoming, you know continuing to be close friends because mm. values don't align you are growing at different speeds which I think is totally normal at this stage in your life where mm. you are still trying to discover yourself you know it's very normal to outgrow each other and yeah. I think don't, don't beat yourself up for that or don't feel like you have to be the same person so that you can keep the friendship yeah I mean mm. let, let nature take its own course uh, if you really feel that you are outgrowing this friendship then just have an honest talk with your friend and, and hear from your friend you know Communication is key. Communication is so important, guys. We want to wrap up this session with some tips and advice, you know, how to make genuine friends in poly. Is it even possible to meet genuine people? You know, sometimes you hear people say that, oh, poly or snakes, ah, poly cannot find two <laughs> friends, you know, all right, fake, two face. Like, is it true? Hannah, do you think it is true? I think it's true, eh? <laughs> Legit though. <laughs> I feel like cause a lot of people found their genuine friends in secondary school really. Yeah, yeah. So they won't really put a lot of effort into like poly friendships mm. there. So like a lot of them they just want to climb social ladder. Mm. That's true, that's true. But I guess it's not for all. It's not that it will be like that. Definitely, you know, when I enter. I think when before entering poly, I was also very scared that everybody very ups are easy, I cannot find new friends, mm. you know, what if people backstab me, you know, things like mm. that. But I realized that actually a lot of the times most um people are quite normal uh, I think they're also in there to find friends and they also hope to come out with lasting and healthy friendships uh, from yeah. poly I mean you're going to be stuck with that group of people for like 3 years yeah. you better make it work <laughs> yeah like make it the best uh. <laughs> so do you have any tips Hannah for making friends with poly or how to manage you know friendships Mm, I think one of the tips like that I will give is that um to find friends that like will actually build you up instead mm. of like pull you down yeah. yeah sis you know like cause last time <laughs> cause last time I, I, I thought like friends that are like um like friends that are like really comfortable with you will make a lot of like insulting jokes yeah so I thought like if someone is comfortable with me, then they should like insult me a lot. <laughs> I don't know, like I had this like very weird, uh. yeah, like this very weird mindset, lah. So I like thought that people like say a lot of nice things to me, right? It's like they are being fake or something. Actually, wow, I want to hop on this point about the depreciating jokes, right? Yeah. I, I don't know, is it just a way that like Singaporeans like to relate to one another? But I see that happening a lot where people insult one another, and then um, you know, the more you insult, the closer you are. That's yeah, what yeah, you. yeah, yeah. But I personally, I don't think that's very healthy because I used to be like that. Like, not gonna lie, I would call my friends stupid, I call her slow, you know, things like that. And then now that I look back, I feel so remorseful because like why would I even say such a thing to mm, my good friend? Mm, and it doesn't, like, yeah, you can joke, sure, but it doesn't even build the person up. So why for, yeah? I mean, I'm not 
I'm not for this lah. But if you know you do you, if you feel that it works for your friendship, yeah, then go ahead. But all I have to say is that sometimes your friends say yeah they don't mind, they don't mind. But actually they mind. It's just that yeah. they are scared that you know they will be ostracized. They're scared that you judge them. That's why they tell you that oh yeah they don't mind, they don't mind. Yeah, also like they are not cool, right? Yeah, because, like they cannot they cannot take something. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I think it's always good to be mindful about the feelings of others mm-hmm. and especially people closer to you. I think all the more you should be more mindful of how they feel, not mm-hmm. because you know the closer they are, then you just insult them the more. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not very nice. Because I feel like words like it sticks to the person for very long. Yeah. yeah, like you know, if you say something bad, right, even if you don't mean it, right, oh. then the person might just feel like, oh, is that actually what you really feel? But you like package it in like a joke. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. totally agree. Yeah, so I find that you should find people that build you up mm. instead of tear you down, okay? Yes, girl. Mm. Preach it. Preach it, good. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, one of my tips is that just be genuine. You know, if you want to find genuine friends, just be real and just. Um, go out with you know a real heart don't don't be scared that people will judge you or laugh at you or like see that you're very took like that you know like, like to be real you know I, I feel that if you are genuine in all that you do not just making friends even your work ethics even um, how you treat others how you treat even you know the canteen aunties things like that people can tell and soon they will gravitate towards you because like yeah. you're authentic you're real you, you are shining too you know don't try to mask yourself and put on this like you know fake image or yeah, this facade right. you try to you know create a persona like yeah. I feel like it will all crumble honestly just be real and you will find friends who love you for the way that you are yeah, yeah. I was also very scared that what if I don't find friends that accept me for who I am but I realised that after you know I, I, I really genuinely um offer my friendship to them people are also real you know people other people are also real. people are also genuinely uh, reciprocate and, and mm-hmm. that's where you know friendships form and I think in terms of managing you know healthy friendships making friendships last I guess it's just the standard you have to make intentional effort especially for your secondary school friends mm-hmm. um, to meet up with them I mean of course you don't have to do it like what every week if, if that's too much of a commitment but do keep them you know in your context and just remember I think now with social media it's so easy to slide into each other's DM like um, for me I like to share memes <laughs> with my friends and I will tag them <laughs> in stupid memes <laughs> and that's the way that like I still kind of like connect with my poly friends I mean now that I graduated connect my poly friends um, and to remember them another tip right is that with making friends I think just I know everybody will be scared most people like, will be worried you know you're scared to take the first move if you get rejected and things like that but I, I feel that everybody's feeling the same way so just go I go ahead and strike out a conversation mm-hmm. you know um, don't be yeah, scared because I think a lot of the times people are also waiting for others yeah, to approach yes. and then nobody stays the first one and then like no friendships are formed yeah. but just, just go for it I think I don't know how school is for them now like is it hybrid you know half online half yeah, physical yeah is it Zoom or like in real life like? yeah because if it's Zoom it's even tougher I feel that it's yeah. tougher to make friends on Zoom so if anything you know just help each other out if, especially if you're classmates you know anything don't be scared to you know share notes with one another mm. share your assignments right. yeah. yeah so friends will be very important so just help each other out be genuine and you're good to go lah Mm. actually I also feel like um, the most important thing right in poly right mm. like other than studying right I think it's to have fun yes oh my god yes I really feel like to have fun right? because like you know sometimes like having grades um, like doing assignments right it can get very competitive sometimes oh, yes yeah so like then you tend to like compare yourself with people mm-hmm. but I feel like you know like it's very stressful eh? like when you go to school and then everyday you just think about oh am I like better than this person mm-hmm. like what do I have to do to like be better than this person mm-hmm. you know yeah so I just feel like um, just go and have fun and I think like the grades will come naturally when you enjoy like your project work mm-hmm. yeah 
agree. Yeah, you agree, right? I feel like, you know, like the more you work towards something, like like you say like, oh, I want to get like um distinction. But then actually the distinction doesn't really come because you're like stressed about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just feel like have fun, but like don't like lose yourself in the fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Preach it. Yeah. I think it's a very good note to end on, which is to have fun. I think my poly friends, I'm not sure for you, Hannah, but my poly friends really made my poly experience so, so, so much better. Like, the things that we did, we would go for, like, movies, KTV, mm. or back when KTV was still available. Um, we go to Shilifa. Yeah. Oh, or 18 yeah, Chefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, these are, like, our go-to, like, eateries after lessons. And now that I think about it, actually, aside from, yeah, the, like, studying what I'm interested in, I think I would say that it was my friends who made my poly experience so, so awesome. Yeah, but for my experience was... I think it was okay. Because, mm. like, I always find other friends outside of that group of people that I was mm. with. La. Yeah. So, like, I had fun with the other outside friends. Like, oh, you know, orientation friends. Mm. Or, like, you know, like, because uh, I was a GL before. Yeah. So, I had fun during orientation. Yeah. yeah so, like, oh my god, yeah, another tip is don't just stick to one group of friends. Yeah, please. Just, um, you expand your social circle. Like, you know, on the first day of school, like, you might feel like, oh, um, uh, I already found, like, my, my home group of friends. So, like, I'm gonna just stick with them forever. But then you may not know, like, what might happen, you know. Like, my example. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so you won't sit in the lecture theatre alone. Yeah, so, um, yes, guys, find, um, okay, not say backup plans, but find other people that, um, you also enjoy your time with, lah. Yeah, like, don't just, like, stick to this group of people, and, um, yeah, just, like, find CCA, and, like, find people outside of your course, yes. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Hannah on that, because I experienced it myself. <laughs> yeah, really, just, just be open to making friends. Yeah, that, that's something that I learned the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> okay so with that I think we'll end on this note thank you so much Hannah for you know agreeing mm. to do this podcast with me thank you it's been great to meet you you know um, again after so long yeah I know right uh, of course I hope that like we'll have more meetings um, aside from this podcast la, you know it will not just end here yeah ho- hopefully yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so with that, I think we have also come to an end of um, our episode today. We hope that you have enjoyed today sharing our stories and our struggles as well as all um, the advice that Hannah and I shared. So if you do have any kind of friendship stories that you want to share with us or any kind of friendship drama that you may be stuck in and you want advice from seniors, feel free to write in to us at bit.ly slash polyunwrapped, B-I-T dot L-Y slash polyunwrapped. Uh, you can fill out the Google form to, you know, share your stories with us, ask us questions, or you can even suggest what kind of topics you would like to hear in the future. Or you can feedback, you know, what kind of format you hope that the podcast would be. Also, please do check us out at SG on Instagram and you can check out our website that is located in the description box or on the Instagram page. And with that, I think I'll leave you all for now and I'll catch you all in the next episode. Bye!